Bishop Darren L. Gay. Did I say that right, Darren L. Gay? Senior. Give him a warm welcome of applause as he come and minister to us. Praise the Lord. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Amen. Oh, come on, let's give God some praise. The Bible says from the rising of the sun until the going down of the same, the name of the Lord is worthy to be praised. Amen. God bless you. Listen, while you're standing, bow your head right there with me. Father, we thank you, O oh God, for this is truly the day that you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. God, we thank you for this grand occasion. Lord, we thank you that this time has been predestined. And God, we thank you, O oh Lord, for raining down your anointing. We thank you, O oh Lord, for what you've done for us on Calvary to bring us to this place of grace. Lord, we thank you for this pastor, and we thank you for foundation, O oh God. We ask that you continue to bless and anoint them, O oh Lord, that they may win the loss at all costs. And God, we give you praise and we give you honor. Now, God, is preaching time. It's teaching time. It's time for your word. Feed us with information, illumination, revelation, and divine impartation, God. Let us receive your word. Hide me behind this desk. And let them see all of the none of me. It is in Jesus' name we pray. All of God's people said amen, amen and amen. Come on, you may give God some praise while you're being seated. Pray. Oh, you can do better than that. Y'all just... Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Amen. We thank God. We praise God for you. Amen. We honor the spirit of Christ. I am delighted to be here with uh, Pastor Bailey and uh, Pastor Gary and the Foundation family. Uh, you all about a good work. Don't come down. Amen. I'm thanking God for all that our eyes have seen, ears have heard, and hearts have felt. I want to thank God, amen, for all of you. Thank God for the uh, musicians and the praise team that came down from Pennsylvania. Amen. God bless you. Amen. We praise God for you, and we are uh, eternally grateful. Now, uh, we thank God for foundation. Uh, I praise God for your pastor. Uh, we are, as he, as he put it, we were more like, uh, let me see, uh, what were we? Batman and Robin? Could we be Batman and Robin? I don't know. I, we could have been Batman and Robin. Uh, Heckle and Jack. No, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. We, 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 we just, you just thank God for your pastor. Amen. We were, we were some villains, man. Tell the truth, man. Tell the truth. He's up here, he's up here painting this pretty picture how nice we were. We, we were, we did some horrible stuff. We, we, I mean, we just, we were just, amen, we just did some crazy stuff as kids, amen. Now, we were country boys. We're straight country boys. We're straight country. Yeah, you know, your pastor, he's a country boy. I can promise you that. <laughs> I can promise you that, amen. We, we did, we stole corn. We, uh, we stole bicycle parts. And, I mean, we used to go down in the woods and, and, and cook our own food, and we used to, you had our own little band. I mean, we just did it all. Amen. Uh, but look at what God is able to do. Come on, somebody. Give God some praise. Amen. Thank God for you, and I praise God for you inviting me to share with you all on this grand occasion. And uh, thank God for his lovely wife, Peggy. Amen. God bless you and your kids and the entire uh, foundation family. All of foundation, y'all just raise your hand. Y'all just do like this for me. Y'all just do it. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Thank God for you. Any pastors in the house? Any pastors? Yeah. Pastors, y'all raise your hand real high with Okay, all right. Okay, okay. Because I only I don't I don't have a lot of time, but the time I have, I, I just want to just share with you. Is that all right? Thank God for my cousin Curtis and his lovely wife April. Give them a hand clap of praise. They are here in Stafford. Amen. And praise God for them coming out uh to share with us and thank God for those that came with us from higher way. Uh, it was a holiday weekend, and so we didn't want to bombard everybody and make them come. But I told, I told you, I told your husband, I said, next time we're gonna bring a bus, a van, a car, and we just gonna just you just gonna take the place over, amen. Well, somebody shout hallelujah. How many ready for the word? Amen. Open your Bibles with me to the book of First Samuel, the book of First Samuel, the fourteenth chapter, 
the book of 1 Samuel, the 14th chapter. My, my, my assignment here today is real simple, and that is to preach to the life and destiny of Foundation Christian Fellowship. And I am here to do just that. Uh, one of the great things about church planting and planting a church is that you have the opportunity uh, to tap into God's uh, anointing and the presence of the Lord and the spirit of the Lord to take you where he needs to take you to. And understanding vision and purpose and destiny, amen, it is, it, is, it is the secretary's job, which is the pastor, amen, to record and see and hear what the Lord has to say while, he in God's, while, while he's in God's presence. And then it is up to those of us that come to share in the vision to provide provision for the vision. And it is awesome, Pastor Bailey. You should be excited, amen, to have men and women around you. They are working so diligently, amen, to, to have the outreach and the youth and uh, the ushers and everybody just working and going forward in the Lord. This is an exciting time. Come on, give a foundation a hand clap of praise. I am sort of between two or three different messages, so if I float back and forth, you just bear with me. I promise you I won't be long uh, because I have to get back home. Amen. Is that all right? Uh, in the book of 1 Samuel, the 14th chapter, uh, if you will go with me to the uh, probably the seventh verse. I'm going to ask Sister Rachel to read for me if, if she don't mind. The book of 1 Samuel, the Said the Hebrews come forth out of the holes where they have hid themselves. Amen. Read. For the people feared the oath. You may be seated. I want to talk to you from a thought today. It's honey time. It's honey time. Amen. Amen. How many know it's honey time? Somebody said, honey time. What honey? Uh, somebody said, what honey? What, you, what, what, what honey are you talking about? In other words, it's time for you to receive the promises of God that God has opened up to you. Amen. I want to talk to foundation today and I really want to talk to the pastors that are here and I really want to share with you the importance and the significance of why you even here and not just why you even here. You know, I think we get sometimes confused about com fulfilling the Great Commission and doing what the Lord has told us to do. And also, I think we get uh, confused when it comes to the vision of God. Everybody said the vision of God. Amen. Now, I want to talk to you just for a few minutes concerning, amen, the opportunity to receive everything that God has for you. And the reason that you're here today, you're not here by accident, uh, Pastor Gary, you're not here uh, by coincidence, you're here by divine design. It is, it, is, it is God's will for you to be here. If it was not God's will for you to be here, you would not be here. But thank God for his will. Amen. How many, how many are happy about the will of God in your life amen i want to i want to get, go back a little bit I and mean, let's talk about this scripture let's talk about the characters here in this scripture. Is it all right if we talk for a few minutes here it is jonathan amen and he's uh, jonathan and his armor bearer they are dealing with the fact that they're in battle and the philistines have come against the army of god and here in the in the scripture if you go back to the first verse and and and, and the first through probably the fifth sixth verse you'll find out that saul is king but here it is. Saul has gotten fat and comfortable. Amen. The only reason God has called you, Pastor Billy, is because God has called you to be like you. He has not called you to be like anybody else. Amen. Saul had gotten fat. Amen. He was getting fat, sitting up on the pomegranate tree. He was eating. He was laid back. He didn't care about the Philistines. But how many in here care about what the enemy is trying to do in your life and the life of the church? How many are willing to fight for what God? Come on, somebody. Amen. And, and it's going to take somebody for the Bible says the kingdom of God suffer violence and the violent take it by force. Amen. God is calling for somebody to stand up and declare and to hold the bloodstained banner of Jesus Christ. He's not, he's not calling for passive Christians. The time is out for passive laid back folk. Amen. If you're going to be passive and laid back you're not going to be able to win in the souls to Jesus. Was the devil then turn up the heat and greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world. So look at somebody and just tell him it's honey time. 
Amen. All those tears you done cried and what you done been through and everything. This is your time to rejoice and to receive what God has for you. Amen. You have worked. You have labored pastors and some of your members in here. You have done everything you possibly can do. Now it's time for you to come into a season where you don't have to toil as much. You don't have to worry and you don't have to doubt. You know what God is doing in your life. Amen. Now, now, listen, let's talk about Jonathan. Let's talk about Jonathan and who he is. Here it is, Jonathan, Saul's son, amen, covenant friend with David, amen. Saul finds himself, amen, laid back because he thinks he's arrived. He thinks he's gotten to where he can sit back and be comfortable, amen, and he can do what he wants to do. Jonathan is sitting back and watching the Philistines take over the camp. Are you hearing what I'm saying? There are some of us that don't feel like we have arrived. There are some of us that are still willing to fight. We're not going to let the enemy take our kids. We're not going to let the enemy take our community. We're not going to let the enemy take our schools. We're not going to let the enemy take our marriages. Come on, somebody. Amen. Wow. Jonathan finds himself uh, looking at the Philistines and coming over to take, the, take over the camp. And his armor bearer with him, Jonathan and his armor bearer decide to leave where they are with Saul and move into the place of battle. Y'all got that? He left where he was with Saul and he moved into the place of battle. You will never discover who you really are until you leave where you came from to go where God has destined you to be. God destined them to fight the Philistines. He did not destine them to sit back and let the Philistines take over the camp. Are you hearing what I'm saying? There are too many passive Christians now. We're laid back. We're sitting back. We're letting the enemy take over the camp. Come on, somebody. But I come to preach to some folk that don't mind fighting the enemy and looking at him right smack dab in the face and say, devil, you're a liar. Same the blood of Jesus is against you. I'm blessed. I'm more than a conqueror. My house is blessed. My mind is blessed. My children are blessed. My family is blessed. My church is blessed. Look at somebody and tell them it's honey time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Church is not like it was 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. 10, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, church is not like that no more. Uh, the lights, you got to pay for everything. <laughs> I, mean, you got, I mean, it takes money. It takes time. Come on, somebody. It takes talent. Hello, somebody. It takes somebody that's willing to work with you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And, 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 and so foundation, stay right here. Don't you go nowhere. Your destiny is connected to your Jonathan. Come here, come here, come here Pastor. I, I, I ain't got time. I don't have a lot of time, so I need to do what I got to do, okay? You will never be no greater than your leader. Uh-oh, now here it is. Now let me, talk, let me talk to you for a few minutes. Where your leader is is where, you, is, is where you're going. When your leader get elevated, that's when you go to another level. Somebody said, what you mean elevated? A new car? See, that's the problem with the church. We, cut, we, we hung up on cars and clothes and, 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 and houses and money, and we get tied up on all that stuff. Your car don't have nothing to do with your ministry. The anointing on your life has nothing to do with the wheels that's sitting in your yard. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But I'm talking about the anointing that flows from the head down, that when this man of God stands up to declare what thus saith the Lord, and he speaks words of life into your life, that is able to change and rearrange your situation so you can help somebody else so you got to get connected look at somebody say get connected to the pastor all right pastor you can sit down but you're gonna stand up again in a few more minutes all right so 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 everybody said Jonathan and his armor bearer can, can, can I are we serious about this pastor Bill are you, is, is foundation real serious because I'm about to say some stuff here all right. Okay. Now I brought my pastor with me, so I, you know, they they cheer me on. They be like, "Say it, say it." We don't know what you're gonna say, but say it. You say everything. Say it. Watch this. Watch this. The anointing that rest that was resting on Jonathan was resting on Jonathan. Watch this to fight the Philistines. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Saul got fat and lazy, so Saul decided to sit back. Hello, somebody, because he got a Cadillac. Yeah. Saul decided to sit back. Watch this, because, because they had crowned him king. So Saul felt like he didn't have to fight no more. I don't know about nobody else, but every day of my life is a fight. I said, I fight the, I fight the enemy every day. 
Jonathan, man, Jonathan sees this and Jonathan said, I can't take this because the Philistines are taking over the camp. I wish I had somebody in here right now that could not sit back and let the enemy take over the camp. The devil is a liar. I'll pray all night long. I'll pray. I said, I'll pray all night long. I'll fast longer. I'll praise harder. Hello, somebody. I'll do whatever I have to do to make sure the enemy don't take over the camp. Watch this. Watch this. Let me, let me, let me talk. Look, let me talk. May I, well, may I do a little more backdrop? David. Everybody said David. David. Now, how many know? How many know the this, this story between Saul and David? Amen. And, 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 and Saul, Saul, he's killing 1,000, David 10,000. The people made David king. Saul can't take it. He gets jealous, runs David down all through the desert. Hello, somebody. Amen. Now, watch this. So many of us are connected to our past that we can't disconnect from, watch this, our past and our past experiences, and we can't embrace what God is about to do. Jonathan found himself in a position where he had to disconnect from his daddy because he had cut covenant with David. And see, whoever you cut covenant with, that's the person God intends for you to be with. And the problem in the church is that we don't have a lot of people, enough people, cutting covenant with one another. I don't know your name, honey, but God's going to bless your life. He's going to rearrange your family situation. He's going to rearrange everything that you need him to do in your life because you've been connected. You got connected in the kingdom. And so God is going to go and rearrange some stuff for you. When you were standing up here, the Lord told me to tell you that, okay? I, I got I to move real quick. So you just be patient and you just sit back and what, what, watch this. What you don't understand, God, God, he's already working on it and he already knows all about it. Amen? Now watch this. When Jonathan, when Jonathan realizes that, Jonathan already cut covenant with David. Remember when David went down and found Mephibosheth? And Mephibosheth, uh, he was at the house, he was at the house of Ziba, and he was sitting in the Bible, said his feet was dangling, he was laying on his feet. David had already cut covenant with Jonathan so that he could, watch this, bless Jonathan's seed. Jonathan and David cut covenant way back so that, watch this, they, and, and this is what they said. You'll find it in 1 Samuel, the 20th 20, chapter, 20 verse. You, you'll find it. He says, Watch this. He says, in your house, I will bless everything in your house. And in my house, you will bless everything in my house. See, it is not until you cut covenant with somebody and someone that you're able to fulfill the purpose and the destiny for which you've been called to the kingdom. What happens to the church is so many selfish people get in the church and they want to do their own thing. Oh, I'm preaching good. I'm preaching good here now. Are you hearing, are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. Now, now watch this now. Watch this. Can we, may we read the Bible for a little bit? I need you to read, read, read with me, honey. I need you to read, read fast and quick now. Uh, look at here. Now, watch the third verse. And Ahijah, or Ahiah, the son of Ahitub, Ichabob's brother, the son of Phenis, the son of Eli. Whoa, hold on. Here it is. Ichabob and Eli's name is in the same sentence, and they send a family. Uh-oh, let me, let me say it to this side. Maybe that day, maybe they. I said, here it is. Ichabob and Eli's name is mentioned in the same sentence. And it's actually saying they're family. Uh-oh, how many know you got some Ichabobs in your family? Uh-oh, y'all. I know y'all sitting up here acting dick and terror, act like y'all got it all together. But just as sure as I'm saying it up here, y'all got some messed up, jacked up folk. You was jacked up and messed up before you came to Jesus. Amen. You was messed up in your life. But watch this. The Bible says that here it is. They were in the same way. And the opportunity for God to bless is this, is that whenever God raised you up and anoints your life, you ought to go back and reach back and get somebody else and tell them about the goodness of the Lord so that God can change their life too okay all right okay now 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 and, and the fourth verse says read uh-huh between between what there was a sharp rock on one side and a sharp rock on the other side that's barely you need somebody that can get to get through some tight places with you you need somebody to go through get, go through with you that can that can deal with some issues that the church got and i'm telling you and you need somebody to go between a rock and a hard place you know how we were back in the country. You remember the time I climbed up the side of that cliff and got hung on the side of that Three Sisters Beach? I got hung up there. I couldn't get down. Hey, man, climbing rocks. Hey, man, you, you, need somebody, you need somebody to run and get help. <laughs> he ran and got help from me. <laughs> down on the side of the mountain. He can't get down, y'all. He can't get down. What I'm saying is you need a partner. Hello, somebody. You need somebody that's willing to work with you. Come on, y'all. 
Don't judge me. Work with me. Because the purpose is all about the kingdom here. It's not about me. It's about the kingdom. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And so, and so, and so Jonathan, uh, he, he looks at it and he said, let's go between Reed. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Now, read to the sixth verse. Read. Now, when we think about armor bearers, and, and you know, we think about armor bearers in the kingdom of God, and we think about people bearing armor, automatically we think about somebody that's going to sit there and be with the pastor, you know, be sat there and armor bear him. No, 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 no. I don't want to talk about those armor bearers. I don't want to talk about the titled armor bearers. I want to talk about the armor bearers that come through the church door every Sunday. I want to talk about, I want to talk about, I want to talk about, watch this, the errands and the hers that holds up the arms of Moses. Come on, somebody. That's who I want to talk about, the people that come to the church that provides, watch this, provision for the vision. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Listen, read, read. Come and let us go over into the garrison of the uncircumcised. Uh-huh. It may be that the Lord will work. Take notice, he says, the, everybody said the uncircumcised. Why are you so intimidated? Over an enemy that has not been circumcised. Well, let me say that again. Why are you so intimidated over an enemy that has not been circumcised? And I'm not talking about the physical, physical circumcision, even that they did back in with Jewish custom. But I'm talking about the spiritual circumcision. That is, the hearts have not been circumcised. The fat and the sin has not been cut away. Come on, somebody. And we, we, get, we so quickly get, become intimidated over the enemy and those that help him because, watch this, we think they got something on us. Well, when you're walking with God and God is walking with you, Honey, you are anointed. Come on, somebody. I'm telling you, I said you are anointed. No weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue that rises up against you in judgment shall be condemned. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand away in sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scoffer. But his delight is the Lord, the Lord, and his law does he meditate day and night, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. That whenever, whatever his hands touch, it prospers. And I want to let you know today that whatever you do, it's going to prosper. Why? Because it has been ordained by God. Your outreach ministry has has been ordained. Your church has been ordained. Your ministry has been ordained. Everything you do for God has been ordained by the hands of God. Watch this from the beginning of time. Oh, come on, look at somebody and tell them this been a, this this is ordained by God. Come on, tell them against a neighbor, this is ordained by God. Pastor, Pastor, can I tell you may I talk to you for a few minutes? I want to talk to you in front of all these folk. That's why I want to talk to you. Watch this. You need some armor bears. I see you got some. They don't even know what they're doing. They're just working. They're so excited. They're like in the first day, like this is, this, is just, this is just boot camp for them. They're excited. They know they're going somewhere. They don't know where we're going. But this is what you need. Watch this. There are some people that are going to come to your church, pastors, that you're going to want to see leave. I told y'all I came to preach the foundation. I didn't come to, I didn't come to entertain nobody. There are some people you, there are some people I've been passing for 13 years. There are some folk at higher way. I wish, uh, praise the Lord in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. <laughs> but I know I have been called to preach to them, called to teach. Come on, somebody. Are, are you hearing what I'm saying? But there are, there are some people that are connected with you for life. Amen. All right, we got we to gotta go. We got to go. Time grown. Seventh verse. Go there. You want somebody with you to tell you to do all this in your heart. You know, I, I stopped a long time ago hanging out with folk that don't like me. I stopped hanging out with folk that don't touch and agree with me. I stopped hanging out with folk that didn't, didn't, wasn't of the same mind I was. I stopped hanging out with folk that watches what, that was leeching on me. Uh-oh, y'all young, young people, y'all look at me, look at me. I used to be a youth pastor. Stop hanging around with other young folk that don't have your same purpose in mind. Pastors, y'all ain't gonna like this. Watch this, watch this, pastors. Stop hanging around with other pastors that are jealous of you. All right, I'm preaching. No, I'm not coming back. Can I come back? May I come back, please? Look at somebody that said, do all this in your heart. 
Amen. Praise God. You need somebody with you that are willing to say, do all that is in your heart. Do what God is calling you to do. I promise you, if you do what God is calling you to do, I'm with thee. Look at what, watch this, read, read. He said, turn. You can turn and you can fight and I'll still be right there. When you turn around again, I'll still be right there. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? He's saying, come here, pastor. He's saying, he's saying, you go ahead on and fight. Go fight that way, but fight, yeah. Y'all got that? You see? Now, now read, the, read the next few verses. Read real quick. We got to leave. Read. You will never discover who you are until you get totally in God's purpose for your life. The reason why the church never discover who they are is because they failed to get into God's purpose for your life and the will of God that God is calling you. Listen, that's why you, churches become stagnated, dead, and dry because they, do not, they, they don't ever tap into the purpose for which God has called them to the kingdom. You will never need the weapons that God has equipped you with if you never put, if you never put in a situation where you have to use them. Some of us, watch this, because we're so laid back, we got M16s, Uzis, Scud missiles, amen, sitting back, and nobody to use them on. Why? Because you're, laid, you're so laid back. You're under the pomegranate tree. You're with the Saul's anointing. But how many Jonathan's anointing in here? How many want Jonathan's anointing? Look at your neighbors. I want Jonathan's anointing. Y'all see that? Okay, okay. Re okay, no, don't read the 10th verse. Yeah, read 10th verse. Stay right here, Pastor. Uh-huh. May I talk to you for a few minutes? I got to do this real quick. The devil is trying to, he's, he's testing all of us. He said every day we go out there, he's fighting us. He's fighting our children, fighting our homes, fighting our finances, fighting our minds, fighting our marriages. What he's saying, he said, come on. He done drew the line and said, come on. Now, you know back in the day, watch this. What does this mean? <laughs> what? what? Do it. <laughs> okay, back in the day when you knocked that pencil off my shoulder, oh, it was a fight, man. It was a fight. And that's the way the devil is doing us. He's knocking the pencil off our shoulders. He's trying to bust down our door. But I believe God has called some soldiers. He's got a remnant of people that are willing to stand. He's got a group of folk that don't mind fighting back. Look at your neighbor and tell him, let's fight back. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, shout hallelujah in this place. Hallelujah. hallelujah. I don't got fired up here. Hold on. Now watch this. Okay, watch this. Watch this. We're going to discover ourselves. No, 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 no. 11th verse. And they did what? Listen, you will never discover yourself until you stick. Foundation. I come, I'm here to talk to the church. You will never discover yourself until you stick with your pastor long enough to have a fight. See, Pastor Bell, watch this. Everybody that was at your church that couldn't watch this, couldn't fight with you, they had to leave your church. God had to send you somebody that could fight with you in the battle that he had called you to fight in. There are some people that understand we are one the wall, but they don't want to fight the battles. Because they know in the battles, you start losing some stuff. In the battles, you go through some stuff. In the battles, you got to get some scars, some scrapes, and some bruises. But I tell you what, we're going to win the war. I said the war is already won. We just need to go through the motion. Just, okay, okay. But just touch somebody and say, neighbor, we're going to win the war. Now stop with a high five and say, let's win some battles too. Man, I, look, look, I want to talk to some real folk. How many in here can be real with me and say, you know what? I done lost some battles. Oh, I, okay, I know what faith church, I know what faith church teach you. Faith church teach you that you're, you're always a winner. You're more than a conqueror. That's true. Faith church teaches you that you're always going to be victorious and triumph. That's what faith church teaches you. But watch this. It's one thing to know that, but it's another thing to live that. And until you live it, don't tell me about it. Y'all, 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 okay. All right. And so, Pastor, and so, Pastor, watch this. You don't need no pacifying folk with you. You need, to, you need to minister to them, set up something so you can retain, teach, give them understanding, help them get to where they, babes in Christ. Yes, you need babes in Christ and mature, but you don't need no crybaby Christians. Amen. Amen. And I'm, uh oh, I'm preaching good here now. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it because I can go home. 
You don't need no nobody's been saved 20 years and they always up. <laughs> if you spend all your time working on them, what you gonna do when you get up here? We need your anointing when you stand and declare what thus saith the Lord and you teach this word. Are y'all hearing me? Am I past 20 minutes yet? Y'all, y'all give me. Okay, all right, come on. Read. Don't go nowhere, Pastor. Don't go nowhere. Hold on now. You have to understand who the Hebrews were. These were the same folk. Watch this now, Pastor, that was with them at one time before. But because they got scared, they ran and hid. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Pastor, listen. Pastoring is just like driving a bus. People get on and people get off. The people that leave your church, you cannot kill them over your church. Never give the people that leave your church any time over the pulpit because the ones that left ain't worth you giving them time over the ones that's there. We concentrate too much on the confusion. Come on, somebody, instead of the compassion of Christ. And what we do is we're moved by people because people, when people disconnect from us, it hurts us. It bothers us. They don't know that. They think everything is all right. But let them go because if you let them go, God's going to send you seven more just as strong as the seven. I ain't got, ah, yes. Y'all see this? Watch this now. Watch this. He says, and both of them discovered themselves. Take notice, Jonathan, as long, he hung, as long as he hung around Saul, he wasn't able to find out who he really was. Mm, mm. Jonathan never, <laughs> oh, I wish I had time to really teach and preach this. Jonathan really never knew that he, he knew it, but watch this, he never walked in it because God took the anointing off. He rejected Saul, took the anointing and put it on David, skipped over Jonathan because Jonathan had cut covenant with David because God knew that Jonathan was going to go back and die in the battle with Saul that he had, not been, had no business fighting in. That's why Mephibosheth was lame on his feet because when Jonathan was in battle with Saul, he dropped him and the nurse picked him up and took him because Mephibosheth, watch this, and, and, and watch this. Remember when David went down to the house of Ziba and he said, and he said, is there anyone here from Jonathan's house that I can bless? And when he ran up on Ziba, Ziba just, Ziba didn't even, excuse me, Mephibosheth didn't even know who he was. And really, watch this, he, uh, uh, Mephibosheth said, why you talk to me as a dog? I'm, I'm but a dog and you a king. Mephibosheth didn't know it was really one king talking to another king because in Jewish lineage, the oldest son always got the inheritance of the throne. And so Saul was supposed to pass it down to Jonathan. Jonathan was supposed to pass it down to Mephibosheth. What you saying, pastor? I'm saying this, that until you realize who you are and what you're able to do, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Greater is he that is in mean than he is in the world. I don't have time to preach all this, but just tell your neighbor, neighbor, it's honey time. Oh, back at home now, I would be preaching right about now. I'll just tear it up. I feel like turning it up a little bit, all right? Hold on. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm act right. I'm act right. So I said, Gary, somebody, Pastor Gary's buddy came and, oh, he's radical, isn't he? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, when you done been through as much as I done been through, you ain't got time to be no other way. I ain't got time to dress it up or pray. Oh, okay, all right. Watch this, watch this. And the men of the garrison answered Jonathan and his armor bearer and, and said. And they answered and said what? Come up to us. Uh-huh. And we will show you a thing. Why are you sitting so passive and the enemy, he's, he done threatened you and told you, come on, fight. Mm -hmm. wow. Pastor, Bell, Pastor Gary, you know what I like about you? You got fight in you. See where we come from, we had to fight. Mm -hmm. See, see, we, we, we had to fight, didn't we, Mama? We, we didn't, we didn't come from all this plush, and, and we didn't, we didn't have silver spoon. We didn't, we barely had cars. <laughs> this, oh, I'm serious. Y'all laughing? Y'all, I'm serious. We had to get off a bus and walk a mile and a half, two miles back home. That's right. That's right. Oh, somebody said, "What? You ain't that old?" I know I'm not that old. We ain't not that old. <laughs> What's your none of your head, man? I'm gonna miss this this whole time. What happened to the, all this? Okay, all right. Okay, okay. All right, we talk about that later. Okay, all right. Okay, and read, daughter. Said it to his armor and Jonathan said to his armor bearer, "What? Come up after me, for the Lord has delivered them into the hand mm. of Israel." Jonathan said to his armor bearer, "What? Come up after me, for the Lord has delivered them into the hand of Israel." For the Lord has delivered. Pastor, turn around. God is calling for somebody to be with the pastor. Go, pastor. Just go. Just go. Wherever you go, I'm going. Amen. Just go. Just go. See, see? 
See, listen, watch this. One will put a thousand, two, ten thousand. But wonder what would happen if ten or twelve. Watch this, watch this, watch this now. Watch this, read. Read, Doris. And Jonathan climbed up on his hand. He climbed up on his what? Listen, listen, when you are planting church, when you've been planting, there's no time for pretty acting folk. All the cute acting folk got to go home. We need some folk under the Gideon's anointing that's willing to get down on their hands and knees and lap water like a dog. Everybody else, if you're scared, say you're scared and go home. I, ain't, I don't have time to dress it up, Pastor. I'm sorry. You fix it Sunday, okay? All right. You, you tell them what I really meant, all right? You fix this for me. Uh, are you understanding? You say you're a pastor, sir. That's what God is calling for. God is calling for God is calling for some folk that are willing and, you know, to get down on their hands and knees and, and really work. The Bible says that they climbed up on their what? In other words, they didn't mind getting dirty. They didn't mind getting dirty for their deliverance. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Okay, read. You got to go. We got to go. And they fell. And his armor bearer flew after him. Hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on there, Gary. Uh, I keep wanting to say Gary. All right. Pa- Pastor Gary, watch this. Remember what Jonathan's armor bearer told him? He says, Do all this in thy heart, for I am with thee. Turn thee, and I'll fight. He says, Watch this. He says, Do all this in your heart, turn, and I'll fight. What Jonathan, what Jonathan's armor bearer was saying was, You go ahead on and kill him over here. Don't worry about your back. I got your back. You go ahead and fight all you want to. You fight. Come on, somebody. That means I'm not going to let anybody get next to my anointing and my pastor and cause any kind of confusion because we got to fight here. It's honey time. We need to go to another. Come on, somebody. Oh, just touch somebody and tell them, let's fight right now. Come on, look at your neighbor and say, turn and fight. That means while you fighting the enemy over here, I'll be fighting him back here. Amen. Amen. That's what we need in the church. That, 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 that's how the church grows. That's how the church becomes empowered. Somebody's got to make a sacrifice. Amen. All right. Read. We, well, okay. No, no. We got to we, we limited time now. We got to act right. Huh? We're 25. Wait, did we, let's just do 13 because that's important. Oh, we done done that. Okay. All right. Okay. What, what verse you say? No, let's go to 20. I read. And Saul and all the people that were with him assembled themselves, and they came to the battle. And behold, every man's sword was against his fellow. Oh, okay. And there was a very great discomfort there. Uh huh. Read. Moreover, the Hebrews that were with the Philistines before that time, uh-huh. which went up with them into the camp, uh-huh. and the country round about, uh-huh. even they also turned to be with the Israelites. Stop right there. Pastor Bell, the, real, the reason why you can't kill folk that leave your church is that folk that leave your church and connect with somebody that don't like your church is that because you have to understand that the folk that left your church to connect with somebody that don't like your church are going to have to come back through your church to be blessed. Okay, let me say that again. Somebody missed that. The reason why you got to understand you can't kill the folk that leave your church is because the folk that leave your church to connect with somebody that don't like your church and talk about your church. Because you got to have it. You got to have that. Don't think it's strange, pastors, when folk leave your church and talk about you and say you ain't no good pastor. You can't teach. You can't preach. The atmosphere, they'll say all kinds of stuff. But don't kill them. You can't kill them. You know why? Because they're going to come back. Through the doors. Hello, somebody. I've been, pastor, I've been pastoring for 13 years, and I've learned that I've learned how to keep my mouth shut when folk act crazy, folks start tripping and get on crazy. I let them go. I said, Lord, bless you. I don't give them no poor pit time. I don't say none of your name across the poor pit. I don't say anything. And after a while, every now and then, you see one or two, I'm trickling back through the door. Why? Because their destiny is connected to me and my destiny is connected to them and the fulfillment of the kingdom is at hand and we don't have time to be playing games. Amen? Amen. Got that, brother? You got that? Watch this now. Read. See? Pastor Baylor, there's some folk, there's some members of your church hiding right now. They waiting to see what you're going to do. They hiding out because they're saying, let's see what he do. Let's see how they act. Let's see how they react to this. Watch this. They're going to wait until you start winning. (laughs) 
They're going to wait. They're going to wait. They're going to wait until they start seeing victory. See, see, in fact, some of them are going to start coming. I, I prophesy and I speak over. I ain't got time. I prophesy and I speak over your ministry and this life of this church right now. Within 30 days, there are some folk that's been sitting back watching. And they're going to come and tell you. They're going to come right through the door. And they're going to come and connect with your anointing in this ministry and watch this ministry. You haven't seen nothing yet. God's going to take you to another whole dimension. Because there are some folk watching you. Point to the man of God and say, there are people watching you. There are members watching you. Yeah, we know they're supposed to be here, but they're not here yet. Let them stay at home. Let them flick the remote. But God's going to touch them, and they're coming through the door, and they're going to get connected to this ministry. Amen? All right, read. Even they also follow hard after them in battle. Uh-huh. For the Lord saved Israel that day, and the battle passed over into Bethlehem. And the battle passed over. He saved Israel that day, and the battle passed over to Bethlehem. Okay, and then read the 25th verse. Start reading there for me, and I'm done. And they came to the wood, and there was honey where? There was honey where? There was honey on the ground. Pastor, there's coming, they're coming to season. And you're, you're here now. You're in a season now where God has brought you to a place where there's honey on the ground. Uh-oh. Okay, see, see when, you, when somebody says something exciting and, and, and about your destiny, you ought to say, hey, thank you, Lord. You ought to receive it. You know, you ought to say, Lord, I thank you for that because that's, that's mine. Amen. Pastor, when I say honey on the ground, that means you're not going to have to toil like you had to toil in time past. Uh, 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 Sister Peggy, you're not going to have to deal with the things that you deal with in time past. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It's honey time. But there is always a soul around somewhere who done set a decree that no one, that when we come into the land of honey, that no one eats the honey. No one eat the honey. No one can eat the honey. No one can have the honey because, watch this, I've set a decree. And what I say goes. That's what the enemy is trying to do to us now. And all y'all pastors here that came from somewhere that did not want you to leave, see, that always gets that kind of reaction. Watch this. You can never go back and connect with an anointing that don't want to be connected to you. Because now you will, come up, you will come under the covering of that anointing. And whatever, whatever is on that anointing is on you. That's right. That's right. Amen. Ooh, that's some tough stuff right there. I know that's tough. Read. And when the people were coming to the wood, behold, the honey dropped. The honey what? The honey did what? It oh, it's honey time. <laughs> It's honey time. The honey dropped. You hear that? The honey dropped. Can I talk to you for a minute, Pastor? Enjoy your honey season. Stop, stop, start enjoying it. Stop worrying. Stop being bothered. Stop. Listen, pray and seek God and come and preach the word of God and stop, be, stop worrying about and stop beating your head up o- o- against the wall over what we're going to do, how we're going to do. This is God's work, not your work. God is in charge of this work, not you. God is head and not you. And so God wants you to now. Listen, God wants you to now. And, and everybody, that, everybody that's here that's sacrificing with him, God wants you to start. Listen, dip your rod in the honey. And you start tasting some of the honey. In other words, God is saying, I'm going to reward you for your labor. I'm going to reward you for what you've been through. I'm going to reward you for sticking here. I'm going to reward you for staying here. Amen. You may be seated, Pastor. You read, have you read, read the last verse? You read down to the 25th verse. 25th verse. Read. 27. Jonathan didn't hear it because Jonathan was so busy fighting. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And if you're not busy fighting, you're going to always be under or next to someone that's getting fat, laid back, reluctant, passive. Amen? Amen. Read. And he dipped it in the honeycomb. Pastor, start dipping in the honeycomb. Forget about who weren't here, who came, who didn't come. Forget all, of, forget all about that. And you start dipping in the honey. It's your honey. You fought for this. Hello, somebody. Foundation is your honey. You fought for this. Start rejoicing over foundation. When somebody, when your pastor stand up, rejoice over your pastor. Because he's the man of God that God has sent for the house. Amen. Somebody said, well, no, we're not worshiping man. You're not supposed to worship man. Don't worship. Don't you worship him. Don't put him. Don't let them put you up on a pedestal. But let give honor where honor is due. Amen. Amen. Come on, clap your hands and give God some praise. I'm done.
this is this is what the Lord spoke to me. This is what the Lord spoke to me. The Lord spoke this to me, and the Lord said that there will be some pastors here. There will be some people here. There will be some. But the Lord spoke to me concerning you, Pastor Bellet, and He says, "Tell him, tell him to move into now his season, where he can understand and spend time with me and understand what I'm saying." Yeah, says Peggy, you're here to bring balance to his life. Amen. He don't know it. Something he carries this burden twenty four seven. As pastors, we live it. We walk it. We can be on vacation in Myrtle Beach, and we still be thinking about what's going on in the church. I'm serious. We can, we can, we can, be, in, we can be in the mall, and, and you say, what's, what's on your mind? Oh, I'm sorry. Think, you're thinking about the church. Amen? Pastor, I, I'm, I'm challenging you right now, okay? Don't let these people get on your nerves. This is my friend, y'all. If I find out y'all getting on in there, I'll come here now. I'll come. <laughs> I will that. I'll show up. I ain't, I'm not about an hour and a half away when the traffic is all right. When the traffic is all right. <laughs> but, Pastor, watch this. Start, listen, start spending more time with her. Yeah. 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 Tell me I'm going to the church. No, no. Go get some ice cream with her. Yeah. 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 Pastor, 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 what's your name? Pastor, what's your name? Lance, is that your wife? Okay. Wonder what would happen if you work on her like you work on that church. Look at her, look at her. She's still, ooh. What am I saying to you? What am I saying to you? I'm challenging you all to have a life. I'm challenging you. I'm challenging you to let the, let the, work, of the, God, let the work of the Lord stand for itself. This is God's work, not ours. You can't, you, there's nothing you can, there, I can tell you so, story after story, there's nothing you can do so impressive that you impress God. You, this, is, uh, this, is, this, is, this belongs to God. And so, Pastor, it's going to come a time where you're going to have to spend time with God. Quality, I'm talking about quality time with the Lord and then spend time with your family. Get your day off. Don't let everybody call your cell phone on your day off. I, I, I came to I came I came to speak to the life of foundation. I, this is what this is my assignment today, because Pastor, watch this now, watch this, and I'm saying it in front of <laughs> I'm saying it in front of foundation so they can get the drip. <laughs> this is a day off. Don't call him. Call one of the ministers. They'll pray for you. Amen. Call somebody. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Okay, because he needs a life too, and you don't want up here. You don't want him up here one day on what am broke down, tired. Can't hear from God because he's so busy trying to worry about the equipment, the lights, this, 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 this. And she said, no, he was like, her lips poked out. Why? Because you done took her husband. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Pastor, it's honey time. Enjoy this time. Rest in this time. Amen? Amen. Come on, give God some praise tonight. Pastor Lance, the Lord's told me to sp- the Lord told me to speak to you, sir. And I don't know if there's a connection back to where you came from or whoever you came from. I don't know what it is, but the Lord said He's taking you into a Jonathan season, and He's disconnecting you from where you came from. I don't know who you came from. I don't know what pastor you came from, but the Lord said there's some disconnect there. And the Lord says He don't want that anointing. He wants the anointing that He's placed on you. Amen. Come on, give God some praise tonight. Pastor, stand up for me. Stand up, stand up for me. Stand up, stand up. Sister Pack, will you come here for me real quick? Foundation, stand up. Will Foundation stand up for me? Amen. Foundation, y'all stand up. And, and, and I just want, Foundation, we can you come up here? Just come up here real quick. Just come up to the front real quick. Run up here real quick. And I'm, I'll be done. I'm not going to hold you long. Amen. Praise God. Is there somebody here that's got a husband sick or something's wrong with a husband or somebody? Somebody's got a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, somebody, there's a, I don't know, it's a husband or a father. Somebody has somebody that's, 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 who is it? I felt, okay. All right. I, I, may I touch your hand? Yeah. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we pray, oh God, that the power of God 
fall upon her father. By the stripes of Jesus, we speak healing. God, we thank you for your healing power. God, we thank you for your deliverance. And Lord, we thank you for being King of kings and Lord of lords. And Lord, we know that you are the Lord thy God that healeth thee. Do it right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I want Foundation to grab hands right now. Grab hands. Praise God. And, I, and I'm, I'm going to pray that God will continue to elevate you all, but it will give you all a, such a connection that you'll fight the enemy. Amen? That you for, See, for every Elijah, there's an Elisha. For every Moses, there's a Joshua. In other words, somebody's got to fight. Remember Aaron and Herod was holding up Moses' arms? The Bible says, the scripture says that Joshua was down in the valley and he was fighting. Well, somebody's got to fight. Amen? Amen. And so I'm praying that God sends provision for the vision and that you are connecting covenant and do what God is calling you to do. Amen? Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this ministry. We thank you for foundation. God, we ask that you continue to bless them. Continue to anoint Pastor Gary right now. Sister Peggy, the leaders, the ministers, the elders, the ushers, the, the, the media people. God, everybody that's working in this ministry, in this church. God, the men's ministry, the women's ministry, the children's ministry. Continue to anoint the outreach ministry, oh Lord. We thank you for it now. And God, we give you praise in this place. God, continue to do it. And we thank you, oh God, for the vision shall speak and not lie. For it's for an appointed time. And we give you praise. We give you honor. And, Lord, let there be love, peace, and unity, O oh God. We thank you for the atmosphere of the kingdom being set and these walls being saturated with your presence. It is in Jesus' name we pray. All of God's people said amen, amen. and amen. I can't, this microphone can't reach over here. I want to pray for my cousin, amen. God bless you, love you, stand on your feet and receive the man of God of this house.